everyone, and welcome to episode 9 of Rolls of Fate. Hope you've all been enjoying it so far. Our hunters are left without one of their friends as Briar goes off to Portland. But will they find a new ally in Wolf? Only time will tell, I suppose. Hope you all enjoy. I am going to start with the spooky scene with the spooky things. Just not the spooky. Not the spooky. A spooky scene. <laughs> so, it's late at night and people are kind of, you know, wrapping up for the day, being done, stuff like that. People just kind of want to chill. And so Half Moon Bar and Grill is very busy at the moment. Or, you know, fairly busy for it being such a small town. So it's kind of busy and we can see a car driving up from outside of town. And it's a, probably a convertible light pink very uh fancy light music coming from it just a little bit not quite as loud as wolf's entrance <laughs> uh, and she pulls up and parks and gets out and it's a woman who's probably she looks to be in her late 20s almost in her 30s and um she hops out and heads to the bar she walks right past the tables not bothering to sit down for a full meal and she sits at the bar she orders herself let's say she orders herself a long island iced tea and she starts slowly drinking after the bartender, Bartholomew, accidental pun name, um, uh, serves it to her. She's kind of sitting there absentmindedly running her fingers along the rim of her glass. Uh, and Bartholomew is uh, tending to other patrons uh, and she looks at him and smiles and she says, uh, You know, you're quite the catch. Maybe you and I should uh, get out of here when your shift is over. And he, uh, he looks at her and he says, uh, Well, uh, sorry, miss, but uh, I don't take dates from customers. I'm working right now. And she looks kind of deflated, but, you know, she gets it. And then another man slides up and sits next to her and he says, Well, young lady, I could show you a good time. She turns and she smiles and she says, Well, why not? Uh, and after a little while of talking, they uh, head back to his house, which is just a short walk from the bar, because, you know, it's a small town. The street where most of the houses is is not that far away. And they get to his house uh, and he just immediately starts kissing her and she's like eh whatever this is fine I guess and then something happens and we watch as he tenses up and suddenly you watch as his face becomes wrinkled as she leans in and kisses him a little bit harder and he starts aging right then and there until he ages so much that he just falls to the floor dead and she kind of smiles and wipes her mouth and she says, you know, your wife's very pretty. And she turns around, walks out, shutting the door behind her. But now she looks more like she's in her early 20s and not her late 20s. End of scene. Oh, Jesus! Shit, dude! What the fuck? Nom 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 nom. <laughs> yeah, nom 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 nom. Your lessons. <laughs> what? Oh, that was spooky. Yeah, I told you it was gonna be a I, spooky scene. I have ideas on what the monster is, but oh man, didn't think we'd be fighting those kind of things. But I also had to. I had to introduce Bartholomew. I love my boy. You're valid. He's the bartender with a very fitting name, and he <laughs> don't accept dates from customers. Luckily for him. And also, yeah. I had no name for the man that she killed, but his wife and he, I think he has two kids. His wife and kids oh, are, no. off, are off on vacation, and he's immediately making out with a random woman he met at the bar. So, you know, not Ooh. the nicest of people. <laughs> That's obvious. There's some backstory for my terrible man. Thanks. Did you think she was gonna die, or did you think he was gonna die? 
I knew he was gonna die. Absolutely. As soon as she started flirting with Bartholomew, I'm like, I know exactly what you are, lady. Like, with her car, I was like, hmm. I was just, my brain was automatically getting vibes of a certain type of monster, and then you only just kind of confirmed it. <laughs> I thought she was gonna die, and then that stuff started happening. I was like, ah, I did no, feel kind of weird, die. like, just describing the scene yeah. when they got to like, the house. That scene, I was, I was like, like, I literally almost typed, yuck, lol. I mean, it was yuck, and I was like, I'm not gonna go into super detail with this. This is just Thanks. what happens. I, I appreciate you not but, going But, you know, detail. I had to have the context there. And that's why she had the comment about the wife was because she thought the wife was pretty and he probably did not hide his family pictures. <laughs> oh, wow. But, uh, he dead now. It don't matter. He get no name. Nope. No, um, no, no name. No name, man. Yeah, and I have to figure out what happens next because <laughs> I didn't have any. Does Briar get any premonitions or is he yeah, I was thinking you far would, enough yeah. away? I think you would, yeah, because I've not safe, like, not safe from premonitions. Not safe from premonitions. So go ahead and give me. Are we saying this is the night before he leaves, or this is oh, the this night? This is the night after. That's well, what I figured. This is like, the which night is going after. to be interesting if Cause they're because if, if he if he got it the night like before, I feel like he probably wouldn't have left. left. He probably would have stayed yeah. to that mystery, and then he would have. So go ahead and give me a plus weird roll, please. Okay. Oh, yeah, oh boy. And I. Moss is the only one who rolled electronically last session. Huh. Oh! For once! Wow! So that one is, you get a detailed vision of something bad that is yet to happen. He only gets the money's not there to stop it. Apparently. Alrighty. Let me see. What do I want to give you today? <laughs> you get a vision as you are driving to Portland. You fall, I guess he falls asleep sleep during the car ride probably at some point yeah i I imagine it's a fairly i mean it's a like it's several hours it is several hours so he could take a nap at that point and your vision it's odd you are seeing it through the monster's eyes and you walk up to this quaint little house uh it's 407 uh that's really all, all you see you don't know what street specifically but you're not in evergrove and you walk up to the house and you knock on the door and shortly after a kindly looking woman answers the door and she says uh hello how how can i help you uh and the man says in your voice uh yes i uh i'm I'm here here to to see Noella. And the woman kind of looks at him a little bit confused and she's like, uh, yes, are you with, um, are you with the foster care system? And he, he, uh, nods and he's like, yes, 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 yes I, I am. am. Uh, I just, uh, came, came to, to talk, talk to you about, about uh, relocation. relocation. She's like, oh, um, Yes, yes, uh, please, please do come in. And you walk in, and it's kind of, you know, it's a living room that seems to be fairly clean. Uh, and you look around, and you can see there's lots of, there's like some framed pictures. And the lady says, uh, let me, let me, uh, let me, uh, I'll go grab her. I'll be, I'll be right back. And you nod, and you're like, yes, yes of course. I'll just, uh, I'll just sit here. You sit on the couch, and you wait for a couple minutes. And the woman comes back with a very young looking girl. She looks to be five years old and she has um, tan skin, these bright blue eyes and this very kind of messy curly hair. She has lots and lots of freckles. She wears kind of a pair of old dirty overalls and a little striped shirt. And she looks at you and it's not the face of someone who 
you know, she's been in the foster care system her whole life. She knows how this kind of thing works, but she looks terrified. Like, she knows something is wrong, and she's kind of fighting the woman she doesn't want to be near you, but you also know that it's not you. And you can feel yourself smile, and you kind of look at the wall, and you see that it says, uh, probably about, let's say, 3.33 p.m., and you know that it's already past 3.30. Like, you know that in real time, it's past 3.30. So you can only hope that this hasn't happened yet. Uh, and see the women smile, and you smile, and you know something bad is about to happen. As, uh, you kind of take the girl's arm, and she's still struggling. She really does not want to leave. And the woman's kind of like, Noella, please, just, you just need to sit down and have a meeting. Um, and would you please let go of her? There's no need for that. I just needed to get her over here. Uh, and you kind of shake your head and you're like, <laughs> no. And then a wave of force blasts the woman into a nearby wall and like into it. She's in the wall. And the man is still pulling at the little girl and he brings her to the front door and opens it and it's not to the outside like it was before. It's that same area where you saw Bo disappear to. The luscious forest with the very, very tired looking people. And you can actually see Bo and he looks sad and upset. And you enter through the door, dragging Noella behind you, and the door shuts, and then you wake up. Briar just literally wakes up and he's already like going, no! Like he wakes up saying that. And Martin looks at you and he's like, uh, what's, what's wrong? <sighs> yeah, no, 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 we have to, Martin. we have to hurry, we have to get to her now. Okay, okay, what what happened? I, I, do I, do I have to explain the vision or can I just say that he explains the vision? Because I am, sh I'm literally shaking right now. I'm also shaking. You can just say that you, um, you explained it to him. And he's like, uh, okay, you said 407? Yeah. 407, okay. Well, um, uh, that, that, that helps narrow it down. We just have to get to a neighborhood with 407 and you'd be able to, you'd be able to yeah. recognize the house? I, I think so, I think so. Okay, then let's go. Okay. And then I'm just gonna end the scene there for now. Thank God. That was the one vision that was clear. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> oh boy. I, I am literally shaking right now. Like, I was just like leaning back in my seat, listening in horror as I slowly realized what was going on. Like, my heart was beating out of my chest. Now, that was fun. That was a fun scene I didn't expect happening, but now it's happening. So, there's that. Woohoo! <sighs> you better <sighs> fucking stop it. I will be upset if you don't. <laughs> I will be sad. Have fun, Briar. But he's also now seen he's what his care. little sister looks like. Ah! Like, he knows what she looks like now. Okay. So you guys probably hear about the murder of this man. Probably, like, the next day, because that's when his wife and kids come home. No! Uh, and they find him just, like, kind of mummified oh, Jesus. on the floor. And, you know... Lindsay, you just traumatized some kids! Well, the wife went in first, and she probably saw it. And, and a went, wife! Oh, fuck! and then got her kids to stay outside while she contacted Oh, uh, yes, just, oh, fuck, they're, my husband is mummified. Yeah, she oh, probably... Damn, what am I gonna do now? She probably screamed, but I wasn't going to go into huge detail. Anyway, so she calls the police, which consists of, at the moment, Oliver and Sylvia. Oh. All of which, I just realized, all of the sheriff's department now knows about the supernatural, which is probably a good thing, to be honest. Most likely. And, all things um, considering. Yeah, all things considered. So, 
Um, Sylvia knows that she probably couldn't handle this by herself, and Oliver is not the most capable in terms of supernatural stuff, so she knows to contact Grandma Joan. Yes, do it. Uh, and so she, um, she does inv- she investigates the scene and she gets that all figured out. She doesn't find much. There's no fingerprints, no, like, visible signs of a, that much of a struggle, at least not in the classical sense. Uh, and she contacts, uh, the morgue to have the body taken there, and now I need to build a morgue. <laughs> so, um... I love it when the keeper says, and now I have to build a morgue. You're welcome. There's good, and I gotta make figure out where the cemetery would be, because there would be a cemetery. It'd probably be not that big of a cemetery, but it'd be a cemetery. So, um, after she, uh, is sure that the crime scene has been, uh, picked over as best she can, and that all that's left is to examine the body, she contacts Grandma Joan and tells her to send you guys down to the morgue. You guys go to the morgue? Sure. This is just Evie and Moss, because Briar is MIA. Morgue sounds like a good idea, yes. Alright. Let's go to the morgue. So you guys head down to the morgue and um, give me a name for the mortician. Andrew. Andrew. Why do you keep saying Andrew? I don't know. It's the first name that came to mind. Any others? Dave. No. (laughs) So basic. So is Andrew. Leave me alone, Lindsay. Well, then you leave August alone. Okay, but now I want to do Patrick. I mean, Patrick's an alright name. We could have Patrick the Mortician. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) You guys meet Patrick the Mortician. And he's kind of like, he's kind of scrawny. And you're like, how the fuck do you you deal with dead bodies, sir? How do you deal with dead bodies, sir, Mr. Scrawny Man? Mr. Scrawny Boy. Uh, And he, um, Sylvia let him know that you were coming. So he kind of nods and he um, lets you guys through. And you're in the morgue and Sylvia's waiting for you. And she kind of, she's like, uh, there's, uh, there's less of you guys than I thought there'd be. But any help is good help. So, um, here's what we got. And she. She, uh, points to the body that is currently under a sheet, as to not, you know, spook you guys when you first enter. Uh, and she pulls the sheet open, and you can see the corpse looks like it's really old. Like, like, it doesn't look like he was an old man and he died. It looks like his corpse has been in the ground for years. But you guys know from what little information you have that that is not the case. What do you guys do? Okay, first, is Evie's vampire is acting up because they're there in a morgue. No. Okay, good. I don't want her to drink okay. from a dead body. Yeah, I'll say yeah. the only time that happened was when you're like fairly newly turned and there was a lovely, lovely pile of flesh. But this is okay. like very contained and there's no bleeding. Okay. So what do you guys do? Ask Patrick if I can look at the body a little bit closer. Well, he already let you in. Yeah, but I don't want to like walk up to a dead body and look at it. He he um looks at you and he acknowledges your question and then he just nods. Okay, walk up to the body and look at it, I guess. Okay, um, let's see. What do I want to have you roll here? Why don't you roll investigate a mystery? So that's plus sharp. What'd you get? Oh, oof. Six and a two. Eight. Eight plus your sharp, mm. which is zero, so that's an eight. So you get to hold one. So you get to ask me one question. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can it hurt? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What kind of creature is it? <laughs> I don't know. And what is being concealed here is the last one there. I don't so what kind of creature is it? Yeah, sure. You take a look at him and there aren't, isn't any, like, visible wounds? Okay. 
Like, you- well, not really. Like, you look a little closer and his lips look a little bit cut up. Uh, but, you know, there's so much decay that's already occurred that you're not quite sure what kind of wounds. You can't tell any wounds. But you take a closer look at him and you realize whatever this is, you guys haven't really run into this kind of creature before. You're not necessarily the most in tune with the kind of supernatural stuff that goes on, but you can tell that whatever this is sucked away his life force. You oh. know that this creature is a sort of creature that can literally suck away someone's life force so much that they become nothing but a desiccated corpse. Okay, so keep Grandma Joan away from it. Got it. <laughs> I'd say keep anyone away from it. This guy was like probably like at the latest in his like late 40s, if not. I think he was in his early 40s. Oh no. What else are you guys doing? Do you share that information? Yes. You're muted still. So share the information, I guess. So you share the information that this creature can suck away people's life force. Yep, we're gonna do that. Uh, what are you guys doing? What else do you guys do? Are you done investigating the body? Is that all? So there's only the one body. Yeah, there's only the one. Okay. And we learned that this creature can suck away the life force. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is there anything else to detect? If you want to roll investigate a mystery, there might be. Sure. Let's do that. Hey, roll. Lindsay. Yeah? Can you tell me what has changed in my fucking uh, uh, you game thing? Okay, you should have three experience. Okay. You leveled up and got one tough, so you should have one charm, one cool, two sharp, one tough, uh, not minus one, one weird. Okay, thank you. Because mm -hmm. I can't find the freaking file. Don't worry, so, I can, I can, I yeah. can send it to you when we're done. Okay. So roll so, plus sharp, so plus two. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, that's that's okay. That's you hold one. What happened here? Uh, you already know what sort of creature it is. What happened here? What can it do? What can it hurt? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? Assuming where did it go would mean the thing that attacked the body and not the body. Yeah, it would be the thing that attacked it. <laughs> where did it go? It exited his house. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. I rolled a seven. <laughs> You know no, that we it know it's left, not his house. You know it left the building. And you don't know where it went. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from, Cotton Eye Joe? God, I'm just thinking of that. Have you seen the one where the person like woke up on an airplane, wrote some weird like Cotton Eye Joe demon thing, and then went back to sleep? <laughs> yes. Have you seen that post? Yeah, I saw that oh. post. So good. Um where do you guys where are you guys going from here? You're still muted. I'm gonna leave his house. God damn it, what? What? what are you gonna do? I just said leave his house. You're at the morgue. Leave his house? I know. I know. I know. The, the joke was that all I learned was that it left his house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I heard loot his house. I mean, you could go check out his house. It's. You could go check out his house. It's probably um still um. It's probably still uh crossed off as a crime scene. You could also figure out who saw him last if you wanted. To try that, or go steal shit from his house. You could loot his house. Steal but shit from his house. Exactly. I don't think that's a good idea. Um, what are you guys doing? Loot his house. Loot his house. Uh, and Sylvia oh. says, um, so Patrick's doing some more tests. Um, <laughs> yes, his name is Patrick. Shh. <laughs> uh, Patrick's Patrick's doing some more tests. Um, those results should be in by uh, tomorrow morning, Patrick. and then we uh, will have an easier time piecing together what happened right before. Okay. 
What are you guys gonna do? Uh, figure out where he was, or who saw him last, I guess. Okay. So you could ask around town. Mm-hmm. Could ask the wife. Uh, ask around town first, and then ask the wife. Actually, I'm gonna have you, uh, roll to investigate a mystery real fast for me. Six and a three. Okay. Nice. Roll to so a nine. Seven. Um, because of that, and your, uh, very, uh, sensitive vampiric nose, you smell very, very faintly alcohol. Bar. <gasps> Did you just say that? <laughs> yep, and then just leave. <laughs> just bar. <laughs> so we go. Like, what? And then she's gonna follow you. Moss, do you follow? Okay. Sure, why not? Okay, I would say, Evie, you do know where the bar is, since it's right at well, yeah. the entrance to town. Mm-hmm. Go there, just walk in, immediately go to the bar. Okay. Even if she's a 17-year-old. You go to the bar, and bar follow- Bartholomew is there. Hey, Bartholomew, dude. Uh, yeah? So, uh... It would probably be helpful if we had a name for the dead guy, so... Yeah, you what guys is know? his name? His name Please is see. Andrew. Okay. <laughs> Bartholomew. Bar. Bartholomew. <laughs> what can I call him? He goes by bar. He goes by bar. And <laughs> would you prefer? Bar. Would you prefer he goes by Mew? <laughs> he has a Pokemon. You could call him Mew if you wanted. He might get annoyed. <laughs> or he could go by Thar. <laughs> no. Very close to Thor, but not quite. Okay. Um. Uh. Fucking. Barth. Mew. Fucking whatever. He looks annoyed. <laughs> Did you see this guy named Andrew? Yeah, a couple uh, yeah I saw him last night. Um, okay. Was he with anyone? Yeah, he left with this lady. I uh, never saw her before, but uh, okay. I got a little uh, weirded out considering uh, Andrew was uh, married and all that, married with two kids, so I was a little bit concerned when he left with a strange woman. Okay, anyway, what did she look like? Um, well, she had this uh, long strawberry blonde hair. Okay. Um, fair, uh, fairly attractive face, you know, but um, mm-hmm. rather uh, thin. Okay. Um, not quite. She was wearing some, um, like shorts with a tank top, with a crop top. Um, I don't quite know where she went, but, um, her car's in the parking lot. Perfect. Is she a suspect? Uh, I, uh, didn't catch her name. Okay. What are, which one, which car is hers? That's all I need to know. Uh, the light pink convertible. Got it. Thanks. Uh, Cool. And then go outside to the parking lot. Alright, you guys go out to the parking lot. I love how he wasn't yes, weirded so out at all that the teenager was investigating the murder. And also in but a bar. He probably was, but Evie was talking so fast and very directly <laughs> that he was like, What? What the fuck? <laughs> so you head out and you see the convertible. Okay, uh, is Sylvia still with us? Yes. Okay, good. I just asked that. Uh, fucking, uh, fuck, what was I planning on doing? Checking out the car? Right, okay. Check out the car, I guess. You, uh, go to the car and you see that the license plate says, uh, it just says lover. Okay. And there's, like, one of those, like, you can look in the windshield and you see that there's one of those, like, foam dice things over okay. the rearview mirror. Does Evie have her phone with her? I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. I mean, take would pictures. she have her phone with her? Yes, okay. probably. So you take pictures of the convertible. Yep. It's light pink and it has a tan convertible roof that is closed at the moment. Okay, makes sense. Check if the car is unlocked. It's locked. Okay. I'm trying to figure out. Roll to investigate a mystery. 
Okay, three and a six again. So nine. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna have you ask a question. What happened here? Uh, what can it do? What can it hurt? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? What's being concealed here? All right. Um, you kind of take a look around the car, and you can see very slightly on the back bumper some scratch marks. Okay. That seem to be leading to the back of the car. Okay. Well, go to the back of the car. Oh no. Well, it's on the back bumper, so it's going like into the boot. As they call it in the British. Let's call it the trunk. Yes, the trunk. That was the word. Yeah. The scratch marks are leading, like, into the trunk of the car. Uh, Sylvia, there are scratch marks here. She kind of looks and she's like, Maybe That's a little odd, but... I think? But, um, not necessarily enough to, um, you know, impound it or anything. Hmm. But, uh, I can, I can, uh, put a tire lock on it. Sure, do it. I have to go back to the, the sheriff's station, so, uh... Okay, I'll wait here. <laughs> Evie just kind of on the pavement behind the car. Um, I'd prefer if you didn't, because, uh... Gonna wait I don't here. know when the owner of the car will be back, and she might be upset if she sees you waiting by her car. And considering what she's already done... Sylvia. Don't think it'd be a wise idea. Sylvia. So, Moss, what are you doing? I don't know what's going on. Well, you're investigating a car, and Evie wants to stay behind while Sylvia gets a tire lock to keep it there. Don't remind me who Sylvia is. She's the sheriff deputy. She's acting sheriff right now because Martin's off. Yes. Buff um, werewolf. I love her. Buff werewolf. Buff werewolf lesbian. Yeah, he is. I love her a lot. So, Evie's investigating the car right now? She's sitting by the car, and she's going. To, she's saying she's going to stay while Sylvia goes, goes, goes and gets a car lock, and Sylvia does not seem to be the biggest fan of that idea. That's fair. Um, I don't have any lockpicking skills. I can't just break into a car. You're a crooked, and you can't lockpick? I mean, you're an assassin, so, yeah. I'm an assassin. I would let um, you, if you wanted to try and lockpick the trunk, I would recommend waiting till Sylvia left, and I'd have you... Um, um, roll to act under pressure. I mean, yeah, wait, because she, she's a cop, so. Yeah, I'd have you roll to um, act under pressure to lockpick it. And let's try that. Okay. So, Let um, us be like, yes. You wait for Sylvia to leave and go to get the wheel lock or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, go ahead and roll plus one. Plus cool. One. So plus one for me. Come on, baby. Damn Another it. Another seven. Person. Worst outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. All right, so you are able to unlock the trunk of the car, but uh, what were you using uh -huh. to lockpick it? <laughs> okay, probably like a bobby pin, <laughs> some other shit, whatever. Some something that has yeah. Um, it breaks, and a piece of it is now lodged in the lock, and you can't get it out. Oh well. When you open up the trunk, there is another desiccated body. This one appears to be <laughs> another lock for some. <laughs> 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 this is, uh, this one is of a woman, actually. Um, Sorry. Okay, so close the trunk again, and <laughs> just pretend that you didn't check. Just pretend you didn't check the trunk, and then when Sylvia gets back, check it again, and pretend it was unlocked the whole time. There you go. All is well. <laughs> Do you guys shut the trunk? Can I investigate the body without touching it? Yeah, I would say that would be... Yeah, go ahead, roll to investigate a mystery. Because none of the read-a-bad situation questions really fit this, so... Ring eight! 
An eight! You hold one. What happened here? What can, What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can it hurt? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? Where did it go? Um... Didn't stay in car. <laughs> that's not... I wasn't gonna give you that answer again. <laughs> um, so you gather that she went to the bar, she picked up Andrew, went to his house, and now she is somewhere around town because her car is still here. This is her car. Yes, this is her car and it's still here, so you feel like she is still somewhere in town. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Alright, I close the trunk. Alright. This is so interesting. Is it? <laughs> I want to help, but I can't. I mean, you could always say Wolf was going to his truck and stumbled across these two investigating the oh, car. Oh, yes, that's There perfect. you go. Uh, he just but- arrived as, like, they're about to close the trunk. <laughs> I'm you, you don't, none of the players, none of the characters know him yet. Because um, we, we decided that because he's a secondary character, he doesn't need the history thing. So we just skipped over that. Um, but uh, he, he is a hunter. Mm-hmm. He, he's not just a mundane. But this is going to be interesting. Wolf, you're headed out to your car. Are you going to like go for a drive? You going to grab something? Uh, he probably forgot something in the car. He, he forgets things. So he's just going to grab something out of his truck. And there he just sees these people see, standing. Yep, you see a very suspicious scene of uh, two people standing by the trunk of this car, and they look kind of shifty, and like they're trying to very quietly, subtly close it. <laughs> he kind of just tries to get close enough, Does quickly enough, to see what's in the trunk before they close it. Does Evie see him? Uh, Evie, roll 1d6 for me. Wolf, okay. also roll 1d6 for me. I got a 6. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a second. Uh, Evie, you definitely see Wolf. Okay. Just give <laughs> One second. Oh! Uh, 4. Okay. Alright, you're able to get a very, um, very, very, very small glance at it. Like, you can see hair, and that's it. You see long black hair, and that's all you see. Evie immediately, like, slams the trunk and then grabs her multi-tool out of her pocket. <laughs> Threateningly? No! He just grabs it! Why? I don't know. Okay. He's just kind of, like, he has his baseball out. He just had it kind of over his shoulder. So he kind of just, like, has it and kind of, like, leaning on it like a stick. It's like, howdy. Uh, everything all right over there? Fine. I've never seen you around here before. Yeah, I, uh... I just kind of staring him down. Hmm? Evie is kind of staring him down, is what I said. I, uh, I just moved into town, like, what, when was it, Lindsay? I think this is, like, probably, like, a day after, so this is, like, it would have been Thanksgiving, which is the night when, uh, he moved in, and then it would have been the next day. So it's, like, it's been a full day since you moved in, so it's, like, it's the day after the day after Thanksgiving. Just, I just moved in a couple nights ago. I'm, uh, I'm Wolf. Who are you? name's Evie. His eyes just widen just for a second, just for a split second. He's like, nice, nice to meet you. Uh, and, uh, you? And he kind of, like, nods it in Moss's direction. Evie is still keeping her eye on him. Oh, I'm muted. I yeah. just say Moss. <laughs> just Moss. Alright. Uh, I was just getting something from my truck. I'll just be doing that. Uh, as you start to walk over to your truck, uh, Sylvia comes back and she's like, um, uh, what's, uh... Evie wants he quickly looks at the trunk to make sure it's fully closed. It's fully closed, but there's still a piece of bobby pin or whatever stuck in the lock, so it can no longer lock. Rip. Uh, and 
She's like, uh, what's uh, going on? And um, you're uh, you're wolf, right? I heard about you moving in the other night. I try to keep a uh, close eye on newcomers. Fuck! Did you know about them before I did? I keep an eye on newcomers. You just said that. I'm also just looking, but in between them, like he's trying to say hi, and then Evie cut him off, and so he's just like, kind of like, uh, how, howdy, and he, he like takes puts out his hand for Sylvia to shake. It's like, yeah, I, I'm wolf. How'd you? I apologize if this is a little bit blunt, but uh, how'd you lose your eye? Ah, uh, dog attack. Yeah. Wasn't the most pleasant, but eh, must got to have been, him for a reason. Must have been a very vicious dog there, huh? Ah, it wasn't its fault. Usually isn't. Yeah. I'm a dog person myself. Ah, particular to all animals, personally. <laughs> dog person. <laughs> Funny jokes. Um, anyway, uh, let me just uh, put this on. And uh, she takes a minute and she puts the, the wheel lock on. And she's like, um, what are you guys doing over by the trunk? They had it open and then they closed it. I don't know what they were doing with it. <laughs> I assumed that you would be watching the car, not we investigating we didn't, we didn't the car. Uh, roll no. to manipulate someone. So roll plus charm, <laughs> which I think Evie's is also a negative one. Yup. Oh, it's a, well, we evened it out last time. Did you? I think so. Uh, let me. I, I think so as well. Check, 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 check. Um, I feel like I remember that. Yeah, I thought How? we evened it out. I thought you did plus cool. Be no, no you did plus cool because of your unquenchable vitality needs a plus oh, cool. Oh, right. Yeah. So, no, it's a negative one still. Sorry. Maybe next it's time. A, a five or six. So <laughs> oh, ten. so a ten. Yeah. They'll do Let's it. Let's go. For the reason you gave them. She's like, hell yeah. She's like, all right. <clears throat> um, you sure they opened up the trunk? Uh, I mean, they were closing it when I was coming over here. It was just like, <laughs> Did she say that? Really quietly so no one can hear her. Uh, Sylvia looks at you and she cocks an eyebrow and she's like, What was that, Evie? You forget she has werewolf hearing. (laughs) (laughs) Evie has no trust for wolf. No trust. (laughs) Nothing, Sylvia. You seem kind of nervous, Evie. I should, uh. So what about that trunk? I don't know. She goes over to it. Scratch marks. Yeah, Wolf, Wolf is kind of just making a face. He's like, oh. uh. She goes over to it, uh, and she kind of looks at it, and she's like, hmm. And she pops it open very easily, and she's like, it's Damn unlocked. <laughs> and she's like, I feel like we should focus more on the corpse inside of ah. it. Ah. Uh, yeah. She notices that now, and she's like, <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I better get <laughs> Patrick down here. Uh, fuck. Just a sec. And she takes out a radio and she's like, uh, Oliver, please go grab Patrick and you and him come down to the bar. We found another body. And you can hear kind of Wolf. a muffled thing. Just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be right there. Wolf's just kind of leaning on his baseball bat. Like, he's just watching the scene from over by his car. Can he see the full body now? Yes. Evie glares at him from afar. He can see the corpse. Does he have a reaction? Look at a corpse that's in a battle of trauma. Uh, 
he he's just like, oh, okay. Like, he's he, he, a pretty, pretty blank facial expression. Uh, Sylvia looks at him and she's like, uh, you have, uh, experience with this kind of thing? Uh, well, not exactly like this, but, well. Alright, you wanna help out? Uh, sure, why not? Use all the help we got. One of our people is, uh, well, two of our people are MIA. Well, not quite MIA, but they're they off, went off doing so other important things, so. I can help. Alright. Evie kind of scoffs. Evie, mm-hmm. you've realized that we need all the help we can get with this. We don't really really have anything yet. I didn't even say anything. I can feel your teenage energy. You forget I have a brother your same age. <laughs> Wolf was just kind of like tiny, tiny smile. Alright, uh, and then Oliver rolls up with, uh, Patrick and, uh, Sylvia and Oliver kind of do their thing where they investigate and see if there's any more clues and they, uh, let Patrick uh, put the body in the hearse and head back to the morgue. Uh, Oliver tagging along with him. If at any point Oliver looks over at Wolf, Wolf just kind of, like, smiles and, like, kind of, like, puts his hand up, kind of, like, a half wave. It's like, uh, hi. Oliver, Oliver kind of waves back because y'all live in the same apartment building so he knows of your existence all right so um what do you guys do now i want to wait at the car but like hidden okay ish uh sylvia like she's like okay i have um paperwork to do so uh if you guys want to keep investigating you're uh, more than welcome welcome to please try to avoid doing illegal things since you know i am the deputy acting sheriff and i'd really rather not have to arrest you. I'll be in the <laughs> sheriff's I'll be in the, the sheriff's office if you need me. And she uh, walks in that direction. Alright, sounds good. <laughs> totally not gonna do anything illegal. <laughs> Definitely not the people who are more most likely to do illegal things are being left by a car. Literally, the, well, if only we had Iris we'd, well actually no, the entire every single hunter is totally down to do illegal shit. Yup, that yep. is true. <laughs> now that I think about it, yep, that's accurate. Okay, so that is one hundred percent accurate. What? So, uh, we uh, we uh, stick staking out the car. Or what? What are we doing? This is we, the closest thing we have to this monster. We, Evie points to herself and Ma, are waiting by the car and investigating. You can do whatever you want. As well, long as I, away from us. I said I would help. I, I don't. It, it, <laughs> Evie it, doesn't <laughs> like Wolf. <laughs> if that wasn't clearly, Evie just doesn't like either of my characters. <laughs> she doesn't like it because he ra- tried to rat her out. That's he true. Do it on purpose. He's a dumbass! Yeah, he fucking did! He was like, oh yes, they opened the trunk. Well, he didn't know you guys were trying to be sneaky about it. Alright. I picked a lock. <laughs> so you guys he didn't gonna... see you pick the lock. He just saw you with an oh, open trunk. <laughs> so you guys gonna stick out the car? I'll say, since this is a very forested area, there's plenty of trees for you guys to hide in. I feel like okay. my natural wolf, habitat. They said for Wolf to not stand by them, so he's just leaning up against the uh the uh the, the wall of the bar. Just like is he like on the parking lot side or is he like a near parking the door? lot side? Okay, so he's just actually no, maybe he's just he's sitting in the back in front of his truck, just kind of like nice. chilling. Okay, valid. Like, it's his car; he can do whatever the fuck he wants. This is true. He is keeping an eye on the convertible. Yep. So you guys, um, you guys wait and you wait, and it's starting to get dark. You guys bored of waiting? It's been a while. Uh, and then don't think anyone's coming back with a car. Someone nope. does <laughs> approach the car with a pair of keys. Oh. Uh, and they unlock the driver's side and start to get in. Let's hope that Sylvia put the tire thing on. Oh yeah, the tire thing is on there. Yeah, let's go. Would you not not have 
notice. Okay. Evie, like, that's at her phone. Okay, so, uh, they try and start up the car. They start up the car, and they try to move, and they can't. Uh, and they hop out. Evie immediately gets on her phone. <laughs> Just like, hey, Sylvia. <laughs> Someone at the car. Uh, they hop out, and they look, and they see the, the tire thing, and they kind of kick it. Uh, they sigh. They stick the keys back in their pocket, and they start walking off. Ooh. Wolf follows from a distance. Evie, oh, it also I, was, I was gonna run up and fucking grab him. <laughs> You can do that. Oh, you, can do that. <laughs> you can do that. I would say roll that. If Wolf um, sees you tackle her or them or whoever, he he'll try and help. Okay, so yeah, uh, yeah. so should I roll help out? Uh, oh, yeah. After Moss's roll, Moss rolled to act under pressure, which is plus cool, and your cool is a grand total of one. I feel like I want to be cooler than that. You <laughs> can become cooler than that so next time you level up. Uh, fuck. I will roll to help out. I don't know if I can actually... Oh, I don't want to be able to get you a plus one anyways. It wouldn't even be worth it. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and mark experience. So you, uh, run to start tackling this person, and you trip over something on the ground. You're not sure if it was your own feet or something (laughs) else. And you, uh, fall and you tumble, uh, and you make some noise, and the person kind of turns around and, like, sees this, and they take off. Running. Wolf takes off after them. Are you gonna Are you gonna try and tackle them like Moss did? Uh I I guess. I mean my cool's better. (laughs) I have two to cool. Okay, go ahead and roll the act under pressure. Because he wasn't gonna tackle them, but now they're running away, so Oh yeah. A little better. Seven. Do you wanna roll the help out, Evie? Sure. I mean that'll only bring me up to an eight anyways. Yeah, I know. Well maybe I'll make your your outcome a little little better. Okay, that's fair. Three and a five. So an eight? Yes. Your help grants them plus one to their roll, but you also expose yourself to trouble or danger. Eh, that's fine. So you guys run forward and you group tackle this person to the ground oh, yeah. uh, and I will say you both take one harm. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, I accept this. This is fine. All is well. And the person's kind of just like, ah! And they're on the ground. No, why'd you go for the car, bud? I was, I was, um... Evie gets out her phone and dials I, her. I was just, I was, um, it's, um, a young 16-year-old boy. Oh. Um, this, uh, You're like this, a fucking child! This what are you lady, doing? uh, she gave me um a hundred bucks if I okay. could go uh, retrieve her car for her. Did you get this lady's name by chance? Um, no, but she was real Fuck. pretty. Um, she um she told me to just drop it off in the the parking lot by the woods. Um, okay. Uh, can you please get off of me? Ah, uh, right. Uh, sorry. I mean, um, you kind of just tackled me to the ground. I'm a little okay. hurt. Buddy, if you, as long as you don't run, then I will get off of you, okay? I mean, I don't really have a reason to anymore. Okay. I mean, that one person was going to make a run at me, so I thought I was going to get mugged. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay. But right, I mean, getting we're tackled we're to the sorry. ground kind of sucks, we're, too. I'm sorry. You were somebody else. We're real sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. That that lady that gave you the 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 money to get her car, she's real dangerous. We're just we tried. To, we thought you were hurt. Real sorry. sorry. You kind of nods. He's like, okay, can um, okay. Wolf was already like trying to help What's him up name? and like rush him off. He like he's like I am so awkward. sorry. He like awkwardly accepts your help. Like he doesn't really want to because you guys just tackled in the, him to yeah, the ground and he probably has like a scraped knee and is gonna have some bruises in the morning because not only did he fall to the 
the ground. He also got tackled by the full weight of both Wolf and Evie. <laughs> Wolf is really big. He is 5'8 and muscular. Um, oh, yeah, Moss, yes, are you, are you coming up to see what's going on? Evie feels really bad now because he's like yeah. a child. Moss, we got the wrong person. Evie's just oh, trying to talk to him. Like, what's your name? I'm sorry. I'm Tom. Tom. Okay. Um, I mean, um, I kind of uh, just want to go home. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Maybe I just kind of want to buy some video games. Oh, yeah, you like video games? I like video games too. Wolf is just letting the teenagers talk. He's like, I don't know how to deal with this. <laughs> Evie feels really bad. You should. You tackled Tom to the ground. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> Evie's trying her best, okay? I think maybe it's time for a scene switch. Oh. Oh, no. Okay, so let's switch over to Briar and Martin. Ah! Uh, you ah. guys are kind of driving through Portland, trying to find roughly the right area. Go ahead and roll a d6 for me. Oh, boy! Or actually... Oh. Actually, roll to use magic. Oh! So, uh, that's plus weird? Yeah, and 11. <laughs> so it works without issues. You are driving around, and you are telling Martin exactly which turns to take. And you know exactly how to get there. He is just like hyper focused, but he is like physically he is like jittering, but like his mind is like just yep. super focused. Mm -hmm. Nothing uh, else. And you go right, and then you go left, and then you go right again, and then you go straight for a while, and then you go right and you are in a familiar looking neighborhood and you pull up in front of the light yellow house that is 407. And Martin stops the car, and I assume the two of you hop out. Yes. Uh, and what are you doing, Briar? He, unless Martin grabs him, he is running up to the door. Uh, Martin has kind of dealt with this kind of thing before, you know, visions and all that, so he's not trying to stop you at all. He knows what's up. Uh, so he's kind of, he's not necessarily running, but he is walking quickly to try and keep pace with you. Um, I mean, I'm tiny. It's not that hard. Yeah. You make it to the front door. What do you do now? For a second, he hesitates because he is terrified of what he's going to see, but then he just knocks on the door. Alright. Uh, it takes a couple seconds, and you see the kindly-looking woman from your vision open the door, and she's like, uh, hello, how can I help you? Uh, hi, this is going to sound really weird. I'm looking for my sister. Her her name is Noella. I, I believe she's here. She looks surprised, and she's like, um, I heard that she, um, she didn't have any siblings and that they were all dead. Would you mind, um, telling me your full name, please? Briar Lynn Valentine. Uh, she kind of nods. Roll to manipulate someone. No! I'm telling the truth! Yes, but still. Oh, can Martin help me? I would say yeah. I'll say you probably get a, uh, yeah, let's just make that a seven. Yay. I don't do any rolls. How about you roll for him? <laughs> okay. He's that, plus that's... two. So he's not doing a help out? He's oh, doing wait, no, he's another. Doing cool. His cool would probably also be plus two. What? Six and a five? So that's 13. You get a plus one. That brings your total up to seven. Yay! The lady looks a little bit concerned, so she will. They'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show uh, that you mean it. And she says, um, do you have any, like, proof? Do you have an I? I have my, I have my ID. Okay, um, why don't you? And by the way, this is, he takes out his ID. It is the same one from when he is 17. I assumed he has not gotten an ID since then. No. She kind of looks like... at it, she looks at it, and she looks at you, and she looks at it again, and she looks at you, and she's like, this. 
really old, but... I, I know. I've been, I've been kind of off the grid for a bit. I kind of figured, considering you're only just here now to see your younger sister. Five I years only, after she was born. I only just found out about her. I came as soon as I found out, though. She nods, she's like, I'm coming, I'll... I don't really want to bother her. She's uh, coloring, so I'll uh, I'll just I'll just uh, lead you guys up to her room. Thank you, thank you so much. Uh, and she lets you guys in, and she leads you um, up a set of stairs. And you notice that there are lots and lots of bedrooms, lots and lots of doors that line this upstairs hallway. And you can kind of hear uh, children behind each one doing other things. And she leads you to one that does have Noella's name on it. Uh, and it's done in crayon in this kind of, you know, very uh, childish writing. And it's clear that um, she has the children make their own door signs for their doors. Uh, and she she opens it up and you can see the little girl you saw in your vision and she's kind of laying on her stomach coloring on a piece of paper. And she's like, um, I'll leave you guys alone. I uh, will tell you that there is only one door that you'll be able to get out of. I keep the back door <laughs> very uh, secure just in case. So I will know if you try to do anything shady. I will be down in the living room when you need me. And she heads down the stairs. Briar kind of like walks over to her and kind of like kneels down next to her and is like, hi. She uh, looks up at you and she smiles and she says, hello. Hi, hi, Noella. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I, uh... I'm, I'm good. Uh, better now that I found you. Um, this is going to sound a little crazy, but, um... I know you! I'm your brother. I know you! You, you do? I knew you were coming. You did? Yeah, you see? And she uh, points at her drawing, and it is a drawing of what resembles Martin's oh, truck. Oh, shit. Oh, that... <sighs> do, you, do you want to hear a story? Sure. Uh, and she kind of stands up, and she's tiny. She's really small. Not from, like, malnutrition or anything. Just She's just small. And she kind of uh, walks over to this little um, chest, like this toy chest, and she opens it, and there's just coloring supplies and paper and notebooks. And she pulls out a uh, stack of drawings. It's not a very large stack, but it's a small stack. And she brings it out, and she sits on the floor. Um, and Martin probably also comes over and sits on the floor, and she gives them a smile, and she says, You're really old. And Martin looks like... <laughs> Briar, this like literally just like that sort of snort, just like oh my god. Martin looks confused Martin. for a second, and he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> In Briar's head, he's just like, than, oh no, older than you look. But um, I have a story about a shifty man. Uh, and she pulls out the first piece of paper and it's a, a figure that seems to be wearing this like bright blue kind of royal-esque clothing. I mean, it's a child's drawing. You can't really make out that many details. And she's like, the shifty man lived by himself. And then, and she pulls out, uh, she puts down the next drawing and it's the shifty man with a uh, holding a child or a baby. She's like, then he had a child. And he wanted the child to do what he did. But the child disagreed. They didn't like the way he ran things. 
and uh, she pulls out another piece of paper and you can see what looks to be a beautiful, beautiful forest with stick figures that are just gray with frowning faces. Uh, and she says, so he sent them away and it was very sad and he figured he needed a new heir because he didn't have one no more. He needed a new one. So he sought out heirs, but none of them None of them were right. They didn't fit what he wanted. They didn't do what he wanted. They didn't listen to him. He doesn't like that at all. Uh, and then she pulls out another thing and it's what looks to be uh, two stick figures. Two figures, one uh, kind of larger than the other and one is thinner. And she says, and then his child had a child, a magic child. So the shifty man thought this child would be very good for his needs. But his child was very protective of her. They didn't want, they wanted her to be safe. And she looks directly at Martin. Briar also looks at Martin like he's like looking at the pictures, but if he sees her looking at Martin, he, he looks at Martin. She says she brought a lot of joy into their life into the shifty man's child and and she points at the other stick figure at his life and then she looks back down but then the shifty man got a hold of her and then she was gone the shifty man made sure that she didn't remember he made her think that it wasn't real and that he was her only family but still, he needed more. And then she uh, grabs the next picture, and it looks like a picture of your family. Your mom and your dad holding two babies. And she says, then there were two. And he thought these two would be very good. So he got one of them. And she uh, flips over to the next picture, and it's the and it's your parents at the table talking. And you can see what looks like Bo standing in a doorway watching. And then the next one is... She stopped talking, and the next one is um, Bo kind of being dragged through a doorway. And she says, and he got him, but he wanted the other one. But the other one, the other one got away. He knew that since the other one got away, there was a chance that his plan would fail. And he didn't like that. But he knew there was a third. And he wanted the third, but he didn't know where she was. And then the second one was gonna come find the third one. And then they'd be a family. And the last picture is a drawing with many, many figures. And it's you, and you're holding her hand, and on the other side of you is Bo, and then there's Martin standing behind you, and there's Evie, and there's Moss, and there's Iris, surprisingly, and there's Grandma Joan, and Seuss, and Sylvia, and Oliver, and all these people who have become sort of like your family. And there's someone you don't recognize with green hair and an <laughs> eye patch. <laughs> Is there anyone else that he does recognize that he's surprised to see? He uh, sees Valencia. And huh. he sees her holding hands with the woman you saw in the locket. And next to her is what looks to be her sibling or something along those lines, who's um, holding hands with Evie. And there's um, another, pers another person you don't recognize with green skin and a cleft lip. And then there's a smaller girl who's like holding hands with another person you don't recognize with uh, short black hair. And it's just this big scene of you being happy. And she says, 
is my favorite picture. Oh yeah, he would be there too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And yeah, there is what looks to be your uh, ex-boyfriend as well. And there's just so many people. And probably something you might not have imagined actually having. And she says, this is my favorite picture. It makes me happy. But it's not necessarily what's gonna happen. I want it to be, and I can see it happening, but it might change. And she kind of just hugs it to her chest, and uh, Martin has a light smile. Briar is just shaking. He, he's just, he doesn't quite know how to process it, but he kind of just like forces himself to just like get his shit together. And he, she um, puts the drawing down and kind of moves him to the side and she just crawls right to you and hugs you around the neck. Briar is surprised for a moment and then hugs her back. And he's just saying, uh, I'll make sure that it happens. I, I, I promise. You'll keep your promises. Do you, you keep them, right? I, I do my best. Mm-hmm. I believe you. And like Briar is tearing up at this point. He's just like holding her close and just he's starting to cry. It's very cute. And then you hear footsteps come up the stairs and the, the woman from before opens the door and she's like, um, well, um, sorry to interrupt a tender moment, but um, if you uh, do want to take her with you, you will need to go through um, legal channels. You are more than welcome to visit, but um, you'll need to get all that uh, paperwork figured out first. Briar just kind of, like, looks over at Martin, and he just has this, like, scared, desperate look on his face. Like, he knows they don't have time for that. Martin, uh, kind of pats your shoulder, and then he stands up and he says, uh, is there, uh, any way we can, um, send that to you? If we could, uh, fill it out and then, um, send it later and take her with us? And she looks highly suspicious, and she's like, mm, I'm not sure that's a good idea. Just a second, I'm looking at something. What are you looking at? Are you doing the research that I did not? No, I'm looking at magic. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna manipulate her? Or cast a spell, I mean. I, yeah, I, I can't manipulate her with charm, but I maybe can with magic. Oh my god. Mm. Are you just gonna manipulate the lady? Would, would that be, um... <laughs> would that be do one thing that is beyond human limitation? To just be like, no, we're taking her, and we were never here, goodbye. <laughs> I'd consider that magic. Yeah, go ahead, uh, roll to use magic. And he, he, at this point, he's just like, he is desperate. He's not even really thinking. He just wants to take her and go. Oh my god! I'm using a luck point. Oh, you're using luck? I'm using a luck point. (laughs) Using luck, okay. I forgot to tell you. I'm reading at 12. (laughs) Okay, you're making it a 12. I forgot to tell you to um, mark experience for that last bad roll. I had a one. Oh, right. Six. Was that as wolf or as briar? Oh god, I can't. Oh no, that was. Wait, fuck. One? Which one was okay, that was the six. Yeah, that was as um that was as Briar. Okay, so that's Yay! I get I get now I get to legally play as Wolf. Uh, and then mark another experience for that other failed role. Were you illegally playing as Wolf before? Technically, because uh, technically he only needed one now, more. Now, now let's just say the the legal part was now I can play them at the same time. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter. I allowed and you to do that. <laughs> I allowed you to do that. It don't matter. So, um, you kind of so you kind of say, what do you say to her? I'm sorry, but we have to take her. If anyone asks, we were never here, and neither was she. And he just like grabs Noella. Okay. Uh, like he grabs you, her, you... grabs the drawings, starts walking. Martin looks kind of you. You can feel that the spell isn't working, but then um, run, 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 run. you see Valencia just go, just kind of go. appear, just and go. she taps the lady on the forehead, and you can feel your spell take hold. Oh. And Martin looks concerned, but um, he quickly, he grabs some of her clothing, and she, he grabs her uh, drawing supplies and some of the notebooks, and then he heads out to the car. He kind of figures that you did something magical there, but he just not- Yeah, Briar was like he, putting everything into it, so like, there yeah. might have been like a magical force wave around him. Yeah, like- It's like he, magic waving off of him. Yeah, um, he knows that you did something magical, and he knows- why you did it like he knows that it was very important so he picks up some of her stuff and you guys head back to the car and he's like um we should uh, we should probably hurry yeah i didn't want to have to do that but i i i, I couldn't noella since you picked her up you notice that she's lighter than you probably expected uh and she's just kind of she kind of has her head on your shoulder as you're carrying her outside seemingly not particularly caring about how you got her out of there. He's just saying, Briar's just saying over again, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. But whether he's saying it to her or to himself or to Martin, it is unclear. Uh, Martin's like, um, you know, she's a little small and, uh, I don't have a booster seat. You know, it, it doesn't matter. Let's just get in the car. We can Carry get to child. a store, get one, and then go. Carry the child. No. Like, Briar, Briar will get in the back seat with her until they get a booster seat, just to, like, make sure she's a little more secure. Okay, I love her. So I'll just say you guys go to the store, Martin buys a booster seat, and installs it, and then you guys head back towards oh, Evergrove? Yeah. Yep. Briar will be in the front seat once she has a booster seat. <laughs> he just... Okay. Baby. And I will say mark experience for stopping that vision. Thank you! Hi. I am shaking! <laughs> Good job. I'm glad you're like, I'm gonna fucking use a luck point. I don't care. I only right. use them in life and death situations, and that felt like one. Yes. Good enough. Thank you. We're saving the, the tiny bean. Rescue the baby. She has been rescued. We'll see Good. if they're- I don't think they're prob- hmm. Yeah, because you use luck, I don't think there'll be any repercussions. Yeah. Not that was an automatic 12. Because the magic works without- They were machine. never here, and neither was she. Yep, but that's only what the lady thinks. No but, you one know. was- Ever there. She's not gonna question her disappearance, so you know. Good. Um, and you guys start the long drive back to Evergrove. And now, yep. back to Evergrove. <laughs> you guys are questioning Tom. Well, Evie is. Wolf is just standing there awkwardly. Tom. Evie just feels bad. You should. She does! Good! Yeah. And is Sylvia gonna show up? Didn't Evie call her? Did you call her? Or text to her or something? You had grabbed your phone out to, like, notify her, being like, Hey, Sylvia, the person's here. And then Moss ran to try and grab them, and then Wolf tried to grab them, and then suddenly you were trying to grab them. <laughs> oh, it was a great time. Uh, Evie kind of looks at Tom and goes, So, can I have those car keys? Um, I mean, I is. I assume she'll want them back. Tom, give me the fucking car keys. Um, I really shouldn't. Tom, I have the sheriff's station on speed dial. Give me the keys. Roll to manipulate someone. <laughs> okay. So, plus charm. 
<laughs> to zero. Or minus one. Minus one. Ooh, okay. You guys are not. To be fair, Wolf is over kind of just like leaning like over her. Just like Hello. he's he looks like a menacing person. Can I roll help out just by him being Yes like you may. Thank you. That's my that's Oh, four and six. Okay, that. good. That's plus two. Okay, four and a six. I'm getting luckier. Four and a six minus one is nine. Nice. Well, you get plus one. Plus one, so that's a ten. They'll do it for the reason you gave them. He kind of just holds out the car keys slowly and just drops them in your hand. Thank you. Can I go now? Yeah, you're, you You should probably go. We, we got this. You're, you'll be fine. Just don't talk to any strange women who give you money to drive the car. Yeah, Good night. That. He um stands up. I'm and sorry. He just. I mean, Wolf had already like pulled pulled him up. <laughs> oh yeah. He just books it. He's just well, gone. We got the cock keys now. But what do we do now? I mean, call Sylvia. You gonna call Sylvia? Yeah. Right, call. Uh, go ahead. So you ring and she answers the phone. She's like, uh, yeah. Uh, hi Sylvia. We got the keys to the car. Don't ask how. Just come <laughs> and yeah. Evie, you know I'm gonna ask how. We didn't do any shit illegal if that is if that's what you're wondering. I always okay. worry about that with you. Sylvia! Just I'll explain when you come over, okay? Just come. Okay, fine. Be there in okay. just a minute. Alright, cool. Couple minutes and then she's there. Are you guys back to the car? Uh yeah. I I presume so. Probably. Alright, so um right. Okay. You guys are back to the car. Uh, awesome. Sylvia arrives and she's like, all right, how did you get these car keys? Okay, so we were staking out and then someone went for the car. So we waited and then they started, then the tire thing worked. And so uh, uh, I think they started walking away or something. I don't know. And then one of us ran out and tried to tackle him, failed. And then the rest of us did. And then, uh, and then we got the keys from him. It wasn't his fault. He was paid for it, by the way. Who? So. Who? Who was it? His, his, promise uh, me you're so not gonna like arrest kid, him, okay? Some kid named Tom. Tom? Wolf, zip it. I'm not gonna arrest okay. him, but I would very much his like it. I had a chance to question him. His name is Tom. Okay. Okay. He went home. He went that way. She points in the direction which he ran. Yeah, I know where he lives. Yeah, there you go. I'll go question him in a bit. Um, okay, but first sorry. we gotta get this. Guess the sheriff station. We don't really have an impound lot or anything here. It's too small. So, uh, right, so she takes the wheel lock and she hops in the front seat and she's like, "You guys should go home and go to sleep." Ah, I, I can definitely do that. Are you gonna want my help uh, tomorrow? Is there any time I should uh, be meeting up with you? That would be uh, most useful. Just come to the sheriff's station at about nine. All right. That goes for both of you two. She points at um, Moss and Evie as well. Okay. So uh, better see you guys at nine. Okay, will do. All right. So Wolf just like finally goes back to his apartment and he writes up. Roll a roll a d6 oh. for me. Just one d6. Roll one d6 for me. Okay. You forgot what your thing was. You were getting. You forgot. Oh, you no. forgot the entire reason you went out to your car. Oh no. That's that. Yeah, that. Yeah. Rip. Does that track? Yeah. Yeah, that tracks. Wolf's just like, all right, I'm going home now. Goodbye. But he does remember to write to Lilith, like an email or whatever, sort of just like a daily report, I assume he's been sending her. Probably, yeah. I mean, it's going to be like his first report since it's, you know. Yep. So he just writes his first report, just gives her as much detail as he can remember. 
Do I have to roll to remember? No, I'll, I'll say you got. I say I'll say you remember. Oh, and that he very specifically is like, I met Evie. She's a very angsty. Te no, he wouldn't say that. He's like, she seems. She seems all right. <laughs> Just all right and totally not angsty as hell. He's a, he's a punk. He he's like this kid's cool, but he's only known her for a day. So like he's like she seems all right. Valid. We'll be keeping an eye on her. Oh cool, cool. Unless she keeps an eye on you. Keeping an eye on each other. That's how you become uh, family. Yes. Yeah. You get a, a message back a short while later that just says, um, good, keep us updated. All right. That is it. What else are you guys doing? I don't know. Any other plans? No? No. Okay. Hmm. Thinking about what else I could do. When will Briar and Martin get back? Will they get back before the next day? Considering I assume you guys are making a beeline home, yeah. I'll say that you guys probably make it home at like 3 a.m. And Noella okay. is just passed out in the back of the car. Good. Just asleep in her car seat. A little bit of drool. Oh, baby. Okay, Briar, she, Briar uh, just like... She drew a new picture. There's a new piece of paper that she's holding. Oh, can I, can I look at it? Yeah, go ahead. I look at it. What is, what is it? It is a swirl. Just this sparkling, like she used a sparkly crayon for this. It's a sparkling uh, swirl that just keeps going and going and going and it's like, it's actually not a swirl. It's more like an like kind of in the shape of an eye and it's um there's some there's not a lot of detail other than that and you can is there a specific color that it is it's like a silvery white little specks of purple hmm okay well it's not really detailed for enough for him to get anything out of it he's just exhausted because i imagine like he did not want to sleep at all during that car ride. He was just paranoid and awake the entire time. By the way, just letting you know, since I used another luck point, spooky special, as you mark off luck boxes, your dark side's needs will get nastier. Yep, I know this. Fun times, fun times. So he is, he is just like, thank you, Martin. Thank you. And he's just like taking her and just like going inside. He just, he's uh, just Martin exhausted. Martin kind of collects all of her stuff and kind of follows you inside. Is, is anyone awake at this hour? He's probably still awake. Yeah, Evie, you hear the door open and you hear footsteps. She immediately like peeks out her door quietly. Uh, you can see at the bottom of the stairs, Briar holding a small child uh, and Martin carrying a pile of things. She like immediately dips back into her room what the fuck um and then kind of and briar suddenly just realizes he doesn't know where to put this child um evie kind of walks downstairs quietly mm -hmm. briar um, why do you have a child this is my sister it is a very long story that i will tell you in the morning yeah, sorry me. sorry if we woke you up no, I've been awake. Hold on. Evie walks upstairs and grabs a blanket and then comes back. Oh. I'll put her on the couch. Oh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll put her in my room. I'll take the couch. Uh, Martin kind of says, you know that she's five and will only take a very small amount of your bed, right? Oh, yeah, uh, fucking tiny. So you could probably just sleep on your bed still. Yeah, yeah, okay. He, he just looks exhausted, like his brain is not functioning right now. Uh, Martin says, I, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go home. You should do that, I'll, yeah. I'll check in in the morning. Okay, see you. Uh, and see he... you again, Martin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of 
Of course. And he walk he walks to your room and uh, drops off Noella's stuff before he leaves. And he kind of pats you on the shoulder and he's like, uh, we'll, we'll keep her safe. Thank you. And like Briar's kind of like tearing up a little bit. He's just exhausted and emotional and Good. he just needs to go to sleep. Alright, so you go to bed? Yep. He just takes his coat off, throws it over a chair, and just curls up in bed. Good. And probably passes her right the fuck out. Okay, um, I don't have a lot else for this unless uh moss wants another dream sequence dream sequence stresses me out let's go all right let's go let's go all right so um you're asleep and you kind of wake up in that cathedral again it seems unchanged you know that you can visit two places where do you want to go I go to, uh, the home. The home. Alright, so you make your way to kind of this little path down in the woods, and you follow it for a little while, and you come across this small little cabin homestead kind of area, and you've been here a couple times, just because you want to, you want to try and figure out what exactly happened here, but you can't really be sure and you walk in and it's just a small like two-room house like there's the main room and then a bedroom and you walk into the bedroom and there is a couple standing there and um one of them he's an elf with this very dark brown skin and he's standing and he has like this bright orange hair that's like shaved on one side and is really long and you on the other side is a woman who has white hair with streaks of blonde and they're staring (laughs) at something and as you um, make your way around to look at what they're looking at you can see that they look happy and you can see it in uh, his green eyes and her orange ones as they look down at an empty crib and it's always been empty for as long as you've been here the crib has never had a baby in it and you aren't quite sure why, but it has always, always been empty. Okay. Where do you want to go now? Owie. I guess let's go to the grotto. The grotto. Okay. Uh, you walk down and you're walking along like a beach you come to a little cave with like some like a little kind of river coming out of it and you walk up there and you you see another couple but this is a much younger couple on a little like a rowboat and the guy is kind of shaking it and laughing and the woman looks annoyed but amused and they're just frozen there in that moment of fun and love and joyfulness and the cave is beautiful and it has like this crystal clear water that you look down and you can see what looks to be like shimmering jewels on the bottom of it and there's a uh, hole in the ceiling in which a beam of sunlight comes down through it and then you see something strange you see something move not in the water but like you see it just out of the corner of your eye and it's headed towards the exit of the grotto I turn towards it. Okay. You look and you see what looks like, like you'd probably consider it like a robot, but it's not white that, and it's carrying some of those gemstones you saw at the bottom of the pool, and it's just kind of walking away. What do you do? Can I follow it? You can follow I it, follow yeah. follow it. 
So you follow it and it goes for quite a ways and you make it to this town that kind of, um, like, you know, it's the buildings themselves were made to be, um, to last a while. You can tell that much. And even then they look worn. And huh. then the robot walks to one building that doesn't look worn at all. What do you do? The robot has entered the building. I'd follow it into the building. All right. You enter the building and before you do, you kind of look up and you see a sign that says, uh, uh, Gidgets Gadgets. Hey! My new wealth. So you enter <laughs> You enter the building and you can see at the counter, you can see this person, like person with kind of tan skin and reddish brown hair and they're just frozen in place looking at a gemstone. With uh, They have goggles that have green lenses and one of the right lens is cracked and they have one dark blue eye and the other one looks like it's a crystal itself. And um, the... <laughs> robot kind of skitters into a back room and you can see behind her you can see a timer or not a timer but a counter that's counting up and up well not counting up it looks like it's counted up for so long and it says this number and you can feel yourself wake up and as you wake up it switches to this number oh my god and then you're awake oh oh, that's spooky <laughs> Bruh. Oh shit! Oh my god! That's so cool! Oh fuck, oh dude! God. What the hell? What do you think? I don't know what's going on. That's cool. That's valid. Holy shit! So cool. what, what do you think? The numbers. Mean? I love it. Do you guys I have mean, any... visits. I'm guessing. That, that was my idea. Yeah, that, same. That's yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. That'd be a lot of visits. I know. <laughs> this is fun. Real fun. They also could. Uh, see, I I, I I would try and think of like a time measurement that it could be, but like, uh, what? It did change when Moss woke up, and not when Moss entered. True. That's true. Plus, that's almost 400 years. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, now I know why you've been so secret about your D&D world. (laughs) Because it's here. Right here. (sighs) I can only guess that uh, Lilith is from here. That would explain the tiefling. That would explain the tiefling. Just how the fuck did she get here? And what does Moss have to do with any of it? Well, it's only one way to find out, and that's to continue playing my game. Our hunters have found themselves with quite the mystery on their hands. A strange woman in town sucking out the life force of people. Will they be able to defeat her, or will she take their lives as well? I guess you'll just have to find out. See you in the next episode. Goodbye. (laughs) 